Hello, everyone. Welcome back to my podcast. This is Joyce J. Jones, health and life coach, registered nurse, and chronic care professional. Happy Super Bowl Sunday. Today, I'm going to be talking about stress. Stress can be defined as any type of change that causes physical, emotional, or psychological mental strain. And stress is your body's response to anything that requires its attention. Everyone experiences uh, stress to some degree, but there is such a thing as chronic stress as well. And the way we respond to stress makes a big difference in our overall well-being. So today I'm going to share the effects of stress on your body and your overall health and some things that you can do about stress. But I wanna give my disclaimer first, that what I am sharing is for information purposes only. It is not intended to diagnose nor treat any disease, symptoms, or conditions that I discuss. And please see your doctor with any questions or concerns about any symptoms or if you feel like you're stressed or even to the point of depression, please talk to your doctor about that. So what does stress do to your body? I have a list of things that stress can do to your body. It increases inflammation, um, even in your joints and different things like that. And inflammation is um, immune response to your body saying, hey, something's going on. Uh, it decreases your gastric emptying, how your stomach empty out, how you digest your food. Uh, it can cause constipation, different things like that. It increases your sensitivity to food. It also decreases your growth hormones and also helps burn fat and build muscle. It increases your insulin resistance. So if you're fighting diabetes, your insulin may have to be increased or different things like that. Or you may have to go from oral medicines like metformin or something like that to insulin because it's not working. It can increase how you have uh, osteoporosis. You know, it, sh it shows that it uh, you excrete more calcium, magnesium, and those things like that that are important to your bone health. This also can affect your esophageal sphincter. That's that uh, at the bottom of your esophagus, there's a little sphincter there that your food goes into your stomach and that can be inflamed and you can have different things going on with that and you end up with gastric uh, reflux and different things like that. So you wanna make sure that you're being aware of how you eat and how you chew and digest your food. And also it increases your cortisol production. And that can show up in weight gain, especially in the belly. You have this inability to lose weight or, or gain muscle. And it also um, causes premature aging. You start to look older than you are. You'd be like, what is going on? You're stressed out. Uh, it decreases your nutrient absorption, so you, didn't, you don't get the full benefit of what you eat. You can be malnourished. And I like to tell people that you can be obese and malnourished. So we tend to look like, oh, if somebody's overweight, oh, they're eating good. Um, that's not necessarily so. They may not be 
digesting properly or they can still be malnourished even though they're overweight. It can increase your sodium and fluid retention, causing high blood pressure. It can decrease your thyroid hormone and your metabolic activity in your body. It can increase your blood cholesterol, the bad cholesterol, the LDL. And it can also decrease um, your sex hormones, your sex drive, your energy, and your muscle mass. So those are some things, I'm sure there's more, but those are some things that uh, happen when your body is in that fight or flight mode because your brain doesn't know that there's not a real threat. And so it prepares itself to fight or flight, fight or run. And so we have to know how to manage the stress to calm ourselves down. So we want to continue to do these things to our body. And so some of the tips that you can do to manage stress, whether it's chronic or intermittent, chronic means that it's lasting over months or years even. Uh, prayer, meditation, prayer is very important. Spending time with God to just even get an identity and know, you know, with all the chaos in the world, it's a stabilizer. It settles you down to understand that, hey, this is where I'm at, this is what I can do, and it helps you to calm down. Deep breathing exercises where there's different techniques. We, I, I share as a coach, the um, five, five, seven, breathe in for five, hold it for five, exhale for seven, and it just puts your body in that relaxed mode instead of the stressed out mode. Physical exercise, you know, whether you can't, you know, go to the gym, you know, we make these New Year's resolutions and we start out good and then we fizzle out in a month or two. But you can go outside and walk, even if it's a short walk, just moving, just getting out in the fresh air uh, will help you. Good nutrition, avoiding uh, caffeine, sugar, alcohol, things like that real fatty foods, you know, eat according to if there's a health condition that you have, you know, I know sometimes we get off and if you're fighting diabetes, you want a regular pop or you want a, a regular cake or something like that. Some things in moderation, because if you get in your mindset, I can't have this, I can't have that. And then that rebellion rises up in you and like, I'm gonna have my cake, whatever. You know, so we want you to have your cake and eat it too. I understand that because I never understood that phrase. Like, what the heck, I want cake if I can't eat it. So I want my cake and I want to eat it too. So I, I understand that, but you have to do things in moderation. So good nutrition is important. Good sleep, you know, it's important what you watch before you go to sleep. If you're watching drama and action, you know, it's your first time when you're going to sleep, you're going to be like, you know, fighting in your sleep and, you know, all kinds of stuff going on. So prepare your room for sleep. You know, I know some people sleep with the TV on. That can really be a distraction because you're hearing, you know, what's going on on that screen and that, that can impact your sleep because we can hear, you know, in our sleep. And so uh, you want to prepare your room for that. You know, they say, I like it cool and dark, you know, so I know I'm sleeping, it's bedtime. And those people at work, 
night shift. I used to work night shift for 10 years, so I understand that struggle. I had the room darkening shades and curtains and things like that, and earplugs because I'm, you know, if you're a little nosy, you want to know what's going on in the neighborhood and all that, you hear something outside and, and you're up, you know, and for me personally, once I wake up, it's hard for me to go back to sleep. So I do these things to try to get to sleep. You know, drinking sleepy time, tea, different things like that to settle yourself down and relax. Maybe read something. I won't say, you know, some people read the Bible and get sleepy. That's not what you're supposed to do. You know, but if you're struggling, Leviticus is always one that'll maybe help you to sleep. Give me. <laughs> Uh, you want to decrease the amount of time you spend on social media. You know, social media is good, but it has connected us to the whole world. And so now we just don't have our local problems, our problems in our family. We got world problems. You know, we know what's going on all over the world and it can make you sad. It can make you angry. It can make you depressed and hopeless because, oh my God, how can we, what can we do? So you get overwhelmed. So you want to make sure that you're, you know, limiting your time on social media. Work-life balance. We hear it at work. I had, I've heard it a lot when I was in corporate America, work-life balance. You know, they want you to produce, but have work-life balance. So you have to use your PTO and avoid being a workaholic because you know what? They lured you into the ground today. Your job is posted and someone else will be filling that position and carrying on. So you have to know when to step back and rest and relax and, and just regenerate yourself. And, and even like having daycare for your pets. We have it for children. You have to have it for your pets sometimes. They do offer daycare at some of the animal hospitals because if you work from home, and I just talk about my dogs. I have two. I have a Rottweiler and I have a, a Morkipoo. And they are like kids. When we get up in the morning, they're like, hey, what are we going to do? What are you going to do? Are you going to entertain me? Are you going to rub me? Are you going to give me treats? And that's all day long. Even when I come into my office, my Rottweiler, I had to put her on the other side of a, of a gate I put up because she'll come by my door and huff and puff and pout because she can't come in here for one and I'm not out there rubbing her and doing what she wants to. So you have to even step away from your fur babies because um, they're like, they're like, your family you know they are your family so you can even do that as a way of getting a break sometime and then be aware of your blood work you know your vitamin d especially african-americans we have lower vitamin d because of the melanin but you want to make sure you're aware of what that is and take the supplements that the doctor orders and you want to be aware of your A1C if you're diabetic. You want to be aware of your kidney function if you have high blood pressure, diabetes, heart disease, all of those things. Just be aware. Because if you have heart disease and you're on a water pill, Lasix, or anything like that, it depletes your potassium. So you want to make sure you're eating the right things to replenish your potassium because your potassium has a lot to do with your heartbeat. 
Um, so, so those are some of the things you can do to manage the stress. And in my opinion, this is my opinion, Joyce's opinion, I think stress management may have saved some marriages during the COVID shutdown. That was such a rough time for all of us. And normally, you know, because we're all different and communication can get really messed up when you're already stressed out, you're stuck in a house, you're impatient, you know, you feel in all kinds of ways. And who, who are you going to lash out at first? The one in the house with you. And so you say things out of your mouth that you can't put back in. It's like putting toothpaste back into the tube. You can't do it. So you may have said things, done things. And then next thing you know, you come out of COVID and you're divorced. I'm not saying that's the only reason, stress, but I believe that it had a lot to do, you know, because I'm married. And I know that I had to be really aware of my communication. It's not just what you say, it's when you say it and how you say it, it's all of that. So that that may have been some um, something that had to do with all of the divorces that it was an increase. There's data to support the increase in divorces during that time. So being able to recognize when you are stressed and overwhelmed is very important. Um, stress causes you to be short-tempered, impatient, angry, even helpless and hopeless. So as a health and life coach, I help people to identify where they may be stuck in life and empower them to take the actions that they, you know, you already know what you need to do. Uh, you need that accountability, somebody that's not going to judge you, somebody that's just going to support you, encourage you, and, and hold you accountable. That's what I do as a health and life coach. And I I provide that. And I have a 90-day transformation program that has proven results. I have repeat clients because they want to continue on on the journey because they see the progress. They see that it's making a difference. And if you could do it on your own, then you could say, why haven't you? And you must decide to invest in yourself, yourself, you, you. Invest in you. We invest in everybody else. We invest in the fashion industry. We invest in the restaurants. I know I do. You know, and I like to shop and all those other things. But I had to invest in myself as well. I had to get, and it helped me to get unstuck. It helped me to get clarity. It helped me to make decisions that I needed to make, to make the changes that I needed to make. And so as a nurse, this just fit for me because it is what I love to do. So make that investment in yourself. And I'll say this to my African-American family, we were taught, you know, you go to church, you pray, and that's good. But we also need therapy for past trauma to deal with that. We were traumatized as kids. You know, it's like what happened in the house stays in the house. But it doesn't stay in the house. It comes out the house in you. It comes out the house in how you interact with the world, how you interact in your relationships, your self-esteem, your self-worth, the decisions you make for your career, everything. You know, it limits you. 
So maybe that's what you need, therapy, to deal with that trauma, whether it was abuse. You know, there's so much abuse at one on. You know, Joyce Myers talks about what happened with her and her, her father. You know, but she turned that around. So she got beauty for ashes in that. She turned it around and she helps others. So maybe you need therapy. I don't do therapy. Maybe you need a counselor. You know, I really support counseling, premarital counseling, couples counseling, family counseling, whatever you need, get that done. But I'm a coach. I help you to get unstuck to do the things you need to do. So I hope that makes sense, but you have to decide what you want to invest in. I make a decision like I want to go to this nice restaurant, I put that in my budget. If I want a nice purse, whatever, I put that in my budget. Put you in your budget. Put you in your budget. So thank you for listening. I hope you heard something that was helpful to you. And if you would like to contact me, my website is joyce-j-jones-llc.com. And you can find me on my Facebook page at Joyce J. Jones Health and Life Coach. And I have a link to my podcast there as well. And so until the next time, remember, change your habits, transform your life.